0: Hey everyone, Ryan the editor here. Uh, just jumping in here real quick before we start to let you know we had some technical difficulties with the uh, recording. Jeremy and Jack couldn't figure out how to record in separate rooms and I couldn't record uh, on my regular mic and I accidentally recorded on my laptop mic. Uh, we'll have these issues ironed out for the next episode, but uh, if you hear any issues, that'll be why. So just uh, stick with us and I hope you enjoy the episode.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tell Me About That. This is our second episode. I'm Jeremy Meislawick.
0: I'm Jack. And Beam. I'm Ryan. Oh. Oof. <laughs> Sad.
1: All right, so we're here to just tell you a little bit about kind of what's been on our mind, and uh, we'll go ahead and I guess I'll start if if we're going that way. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually going to take something from, from another podcast I listen to. I, I forget exactly what, it, what, what podcast it was from, um, but it... It's basically the idea that um, going into new challenges or, or taking on a new activity is scary because if you, uh, I think that the example they used is juggling. So I'm going to go ahead and, and use that as well. Um, if you think about all the people in the world that have never juggled before, you're, you're probably in the majority. And so you're, you're with uh, like company. But as soon as you attempt to start juggling you're in the the realm of really bad jugglers so there's two people in the world there are non-jugglers and jugglers and so if you're in the non-jugglers section then you're you're kind of just average you're one of the non-jugglers and there's not really a rank in in the non-jugglers you can't be a really good non-juggler a really bad non-juggler you're just Watch a me. non-juggler <laughs> but if you look at the jugglers you have uh, you, you start to have skill involved and 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 talent and and then there becomes a range and so then there's a rank and You go from this world of not being um, at all judged or ranked to immediately being on the very very bottom and The difference between you and and the person who is who is great and fantastic Is is a, a whole lot of hours and a whole lot of practice and a whole lot of time but the the step the next step, so if you have if you're a, a really bad juggler and you just want to be an okay juggler that that only takes a little bit so you can become a, an okay juggler in probably like five hours and and with that five hours um, you, you go from being like I said that 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 bad juggler to be an okay juggler and you you go from okay. the let's say eighty percent of <laughs> bad yeah, jugg- you're, or eighty percent of up. jugglers that are bad. To then the twenty percent that are okay to great, and so I think yeah, that prob- just goes probably to show just like that um, you even though you're taking on a new thing, um, and and this is kind of Sorry, philosophy yeah, I, didn't I live to, I didn't by, mean to uh, I wasn't where to I try to be okay at everything, um, and, and I'm I feel like I'm I'm pretty Hold good on. at being great at some things, um, but when it comes down to it. I try to be ready for just about anything. It's that, it's,
0: it's got to be um, on my end. I'm counter,
1: so I, I try to keep I don't know. I, all my like levels let be me pretty even. Let me disconnect the call real um, quick. Again, barring those like few spikes that I have a lot of interest in, so I'll go ahead and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll pick up a few hobbies here and there okay, to kind of mine. refresh, um, what exactly uh, nope. the skills I'm trying to to better myself with. Um, so I I'll do I'll pull up a few dance tutorials every now and then. Just to learn and refresh um, my dancing i'll go ahead and i, I learned to cross stitch uh, a little bit ago and i'll pull that out every couple option. uh <laughs> i'll pull that out every couple couple months or, or weeks or so and and just refresh that so that way if the time were to arise where i needed to sew something i would be able to sew something uh, or even cross stitch something even though sewing and cross stitching not super similar but you still have a needle and thread Um, and actually that kind of came up, uh, this, this past month really, I was trying to make a pocket tee and, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, a pocket tee is a basically a t-shirt with a pocket, um, like a chest pocket and the, and the, the t-shirt that I have is just like a $3 t-shirt from Michael's. And, um, the reason I, I wanted to do this was just so I could, I could do it basically, um, yeah, the pocket tee uh, is just kind of a, a hobby, but it's also kind of a useful thing to have because now I will have a new shirt without having a new shirt, um, and it's kind of those things.
2: Wait, go ahead and say that sentence one more time, Pony. It-
1: a new shirt without having a new shirt. Yeah, I exactly. I, I didn't sentiment. have to buy a new <laughs> <sentiment>. shirt. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> but uh, no, it doesn't. But anyway, uh, it's kind of it's those kind of things that I like to do um, to keep me. On my toes and, and a lot and some people have kind of picked up on the fact that I'm kind of generally okay at a lot of things and they ask me how I do that and it's honestly just taking a few minutes or, or an hour or something and just working on something that will benefit you in the long run. Now one area where this fails is my throwing ability. If you've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever seen me try to throw something, I'm, I'm okay at it, and, and not okay in, like, the other turns where I can, like, do it pretty respectfully, but I'm okay in the fact that I can throw it at a distance and a target that is within probably a few meters. broadside of a barn. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, so if you've ever seen me play basketball, especially, I am I'm not very good, um, but also- And I've seen him play basketball. I, yeah, and, and it's weird because that's, I feel like, one of the things, so when people think about why humans have succeeded um, compared to other animals, uh, I I like to think that it's partially due to our throwing ability and because we could outrun animals, but they could they, we could outrun distance-wise um, and time-wise. But when it comes to, uh, like, a sprint out or a shootout or a sprint, um, they obviously have us beat, but if we can throw something... As fast or faster they can run, then we can we can beat them and and I feel like that's kind of human humankind's kind of unique thing um, or one of our unique things that allows us to succeed and uh, that is not the case for me.
2: I mean that's actually why I adopted my life's motto, which is you know when in doubt throw something. Throwing stuff always solves every problem.
1: <laughs> yep.
2: I actually, So, I basically do the opposite of what you do. <laughs>
0: get good at one thing?
2: Yeah, it's I just get very into, like, a select few things, like, for a short amount of time. Yeah. Like, and it's mostly things that are useless, which is not good, but, like, you know, like, role-playing games, Dungeons & Dragons. I love playing that, and we'll play a lot of it in a short amount of time until I burn out and then stop. Yeah. Or, like... I don't know, like a certain video game or something. Like, I want to get really good at that, even though it doesn't mean anything. And then I, stuff like that. The only thing I've actually like gotten a lot of benefit from is like band or something. Just like throw myself into that. Yeah, but just yeah, and, just and,
0: because like it doesn't have meaning to other people doesn't mean it doesn't have meaning. Like, if you're good at a, good at a game. It's probably because you enjoy it, and you probably, sure. you probably use it as like a de stressor or something. So.
1: And I think there's one big thing that everyone always, or not everyone, a lot of people usually forget when they're like, video games is a waste of time and and whatnot, is that as a human being, we have to do one thing, and that's survive. And to do that, we need to eat, sleep, and drink water. And as long as we meet that criteria, we're pretty good. So really, like, whatever you do in your free time that's not killing you, I would say is a win. Yeah, everything falls under, everything that's not survival Related falls
0: under that waste of time in quotes umbrella
2: that kind of sounds like something a serial killer would say but also I understand what you're trying <laughs> to say hey listen as long as I'm alive at the end of the day who really cares what I did huh
1: <laughs> well within reason who cares about is, anyone else should be should be asterisk footnoted on that one yeah
2: Jeremy Mizewick advocates for killing people
1: fact <laughs> this is going
0: to be his presidential campaign
2: Well, oh he's holding up a sign it's a, it says, "I'm really serious about this."
1: What can I say? You got me. For the record,
2: he keeps pointing at me and then putting like his finger across his throat. I don't. What does that mean?
0: I think he wants to.
2: Does he want to kiss my neck? I think so. Jeremy, you can ask. <laughs> it's okay. I know we're recording and everything, but you you know this is a safe place. <laughs>
0: Be comfortable who you
2: are. Oh, so this is a good time to bring this up. Uh, after the last episode came out, my mom texted me because she watched it. Listened she watched it? Wow. Even I haven't watched it. Yeah, she listened to it, and she talked about the famous people pooping thing. Yeah. And she was asking about that but like there was worse parts of the other episodes. Yeah
1: to, to be fair the, there were some things we talked about last episode which would probably have been more shocking than I would have uh, imagined than the, the presidents or or the famous people pooping.
2: But you know what sometimes it really do be like that. But
1: surprisingly similarly
0: related. Alright Jack you want to go next?
2: Um <laughs> uh, that was really all I had prepared. Oh Okay. <laughs> but I, I you know i mean i can be conversational what does anybody want to talk about oh no we could totally talk about this this just happened cuz we, <laughs> we attempted at the beginning of this podcast to record the podcast and then we failed to do that so in the break i went to get water and there was so we have a a filter on our our kitchen sink <laughs> to like fill up water bottles or whatever you know drinking water and i was like filling up my water bottle and i looked down and there was Actual peanut butter, (laughs) like on the like the the spout Mm. of the water the it's like the water flavor packets. It dripped into my water bottle. (laughs) It was so gross. Yeah, wet peanut butter. I I I just want to talk about like
0: your peanut butter is cool and all, but it's taking you guys so long to buy some kind of filled. Why do we need a
1: filter? Okay,
0: so... Yeah, listen, so, I, okay, I do
1: not care what th- I put yeah, inside my body. There's this commercial. I forget what it's for. It's probably for Brita, And they're like, uh, did you know this water has an acceptable amount of lead in it? And people are like, oh my god, an acceptable amount of lead? I don't care about it's that. It's acceptable it for a reason. Different. But, but I mean, yeah, kind of. But also, like, it's each water has its unique taste. So, like, I wouldn't say it tastes better. It just tastes different.
2: Mm. Agree disagree. Uh, no i would
1: say it tastes better i'm usually like
2: a it doesn't matter what kind of water you get guy but like the purified water does like taste pretty good and then when you chill it it tastes good
1: i I mean yeah it tastes good i'm not saying it doesn't taste good sure sounds like i also think the irregular water tastes good to be fair i I have not lived in an area with sufficiently bad tasting tap water so which they're totally oh yeah there are definitely some bad tap waters um that i've heard of um so i i will preface that and yeah um, i mean
0: it's it's I lived there for a summer, it, it was never bad, it was just water. But with the filter, it just tastes better.
2: I forgot that you lived in our apartment. Yeah,
1: I bet you did. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm sneaky. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Sneaky. I knew you lived here.
2: you ever seen that video of, it's like a security camera? Inside of a person's house, and then like the person goes to bed, and like a woman comes out of their closet. Yes, I think I have seen that. And like takes a bunch of food, and then like, what? Back up <laughs> yeah. in there. No, what? That's yeah. creepy. Uh <laughs> yeah. uh. Uh-uh. It's pretty amazing. you guys right now. Wait, what? Wait. What, they're in the closet? Yeah, they're like up in one of the cabinets or something. Oh, like oh. in one of their closets. They... And like, this is okay. Like, they don't. The other person obviously doesn't know about it. <laughs> what if they and did though? Did someone tell <laughs> and them? And they just let them live they, there. They thought they heard something, but they couldn't figure it out, or something like that. For some reason, they set up a camera.
1: No. And that's what they saw.
2: It could also be oh, fake. I I'm just sure. Probably I
1: hope to god it is. Oh my goodness, that's so creepy.
2: Yeah. Also, I hate that because
1: yeah. <laughs> there's cabinets in this house we don't open. Also,
0: you guys have like that little crawl space in between the
1: apartments. Oh, yeah, thanks for reminding me. What's what? that little window? The, oh, the yeah, that's terrible. I guess it's not a crossbeam. It's a surveillance room. It looks like a room. It looks like the
2: room where Jigsaw would sit. Yeah, saw. exactly. It's, it's really Like creepy. You can look down and see all the security feeds for the whole apartment. Is that and, what like, that sometimes... is? I've never actually looked in yes. there. Oh, yeah, for sure. I've been sometimes too afraid. the Sometimes the, the guard there sits in vapes. Or <laughs> really? used to. He used to sit in <laughs> vapes. Awesome. In there.
0: That's amazing. All
1: right. Uh, Ryan, what's up?
0: Uh, yeah, so um, I don't know if you guys have seen the ads for uh, the Netflix show Maniac.
2: I have not. Oh. I also haven't. I'm uncultured. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, we just no, ruined your no, whole name. No, I wasn't
1: specifically going <laughs> to talk about that. <laughs> okay, good. It was going to
0: be like a, a, a lead-in. Um, it's it's a, Well, tell us about the ad. Uh, what? I said tell
1: us about the ad.
0: Uh, well, the the show itself because I watched the, I watched most of the sh- the show. It, it's a Netflix series. Um, it it's it's weird. It's like about brains and computers and going into the mind and how it's like mystically connected and everything. But um, it's got Jonah Hill and uh, Emma Stone in it. But the thing I want to talk about is the, the 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 filmmaking itself, like the the aesthetics and the, the the camera work and everything. Um because it it's something I've recent only recently gotten into within the past year or so is just like understanding film and TV show not for its like entertainment value per se, but how it's put together. It's artistic value. <clears throat> so like <clears throat> um I took a class my, I think, uh, uh, fall semester of my senior year or junior year, one of the two, where it was a Japanese film class, which was weird for me because I almost had no interest in film like at all, but I liked anime and all that stuff, so I was like, this could be cool. And I needed an art's credit, so I took it. (laughs) Um, It really opened up some ways of understanding how film is made that I had never really thought about, and it got me to appreciate how film was actually made. Um, And the techniques used way back from, like, the 30s or whatever all the way up to now and how much has changed how much is different um so that that's kind of where it it just that that show reminded me of like the interest i have in 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 filmmaking and tv shows
1: so as someone who has not seen this ad or 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 uh tv show what about the filmmaking in particular or or not in particular i guess maybe it's just you happen to watch it and and just uh kind of the thought came about um but what about what struck you what what was the point where you were like oh wow this director is doing this
0: yeah so one one uh comparison i've seen i I saw once and it's always stuck with me is um how long a shot is held and specifically in a fight scene and even more specifically in marvel movies um in, if you go, if you go back and watch a Marvel movie fight scene, if you watch a one-on-one like battle, you you won't see most of the punches. The punches come at cuts, and that kind of it kind of leaves you in a, a sense of like what happened. Like there's no there's the buildup, but there's no release. It just keeps building on top of itself before I guess the. The big release, which is like them getting knocked over, or whatever. But mm.
1: um neat. Yeah, I, I never. Yeah, so one so realized that next or time, thought about next time that. you watch
0: a Marvel movie, check look for that specifically. Like, um, I think the first Guardian of the Galaxy was the example they used when the two sisters are fighting.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's now. Is that also? To maybe like mitigate the violence at all, or is it? Uh, I think, uh, or do you think it's think solely partial? Um, yeah, maybe
2: like punches are hard to make, like, look real. Yeah, I think that's part of it, too. So if you kind of cut it there, it like has like the impact kind of like, yeah, <clears throat> juddery, like, you know, it's, it's very sudden, but you like, you don't actually have to do the punch. Yeah, so it's much harder to like make it not look fake. And I've that, seen
1: that is understandable. That's a hundred percent a guess. No, I, not, I it's know. Reasonable it's, it's, a very, it's a
0: very, it's a very it makes sense like it has logic behind it and i've also seen the argument that it's it's always like easy editing or easy filmmaking or cheap filmmaking or whatever because you can just cut on a punch and it just makes it makes chopping it up easier mm-hmm. which in some sense is yes but also if used correctly i think it has it can have a super relevant and powerful impact but the reason um, something like Maniac struck me so much is that it doesn't have a lot of cuts. It has long holding shots a lot of the time, at least when they're the main characters are in the, the testing facility. There's a lot of just staying on one person as they're moving and trailing them. Because you're look it starts out with two people who don't know each other. One guy's like a I think he has paranoid, uh, paranoid schizophrenia, so he thinks one person he sees is like his handler or something on permission. mission. Um, it's hard to explain because it kind of—that's kind of the point.
2: <laughs>
0: but um, but yeah, like, they just hold on to those shots for quite a long time, and it makes you really, really pay attention to what they're showing you.
2: That's crazy. Yeah, and. They um, that reminds me of I don't know the name of the movie. But there was a movie that was like one take, like one not um, one take one shot. Birdman, Bird something like that. Is that oh oh yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that is that as well. There was um, a
1: first person shooter that was similar. Like it was. It was like I know what was, you're talking yeah.
2: about. Yeah, but um, I think it's like a hold on. Um, because I know yeah Birdman. I don't know if it act like. I think it was edited yeah, to like. was was continuous Yes. But there was one I'm pretty sure there's one
0: One of the opposites of like those Marvel fight scenes is seven samurai. Because you see every single piece of like violence. You see them shooting the arrows, the arrows impacting, and a lot of them happen in the same frame without moving. So you'll see a guy riding on a horse pull the arrow back and fire and kill a guy right in the same spot. And it really, it has a completely different um, impact on what that fight means in the in in the context of the film itself.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely, that definitely makes a lot of sense. Um, especially what we were talking about with the Marvel thing, where it kind of has that release at the end to where um, what it sounds like, this Seven Samurai thing, is more about the actual fight. Yeah. Whereas... If you look at the goal of the Marvel, it's the the hero beating the villain, mm. whereas it seems like the Seven Samurai is more of the action within the the plot, basically. Yeah,
0: it's not necessarily good guy beats bad guy. It's about in in the case of the Seven Samurai, it's kind of about like survival, in a sense. Yeah. Also, I recommend you watch that movie. Uh, is really good, but it's also like three and a half hours long.
1: So. I'm I'm terrible at watching movies. Yeah, usually I, I am, am
0: too, but that one held me.
2: All right. a, I found it. It's a movie called The Russian Ark. It's a Russian movie.
1: A Russian Ark?
2: And it's like 90 minutes long, and it's a continual, like, steady cam shot. Wow. Russian Ark? Like, following be, these people. That must have been a pain in the butt. Yeah, like, and I don't know if this is from the same movie, but from some movie where they, like... It was, like, a scene where the sun was setting or something, or, like, the sun was in it. So they had, like, you know, one shot every day.
1: Oh. Okay.
2: Or, yeah, it was something of that nature. I don't think it was the same movie, but, yeah, I remember reading about it. It must be so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can barely say the right things here. (laughs) And it's also probably really tempting... To have like, if there's like a little slip up for the director, to be like, whatever, take <laughs> it, let's go. Just keep going. But, like,
1: ugh. There's a, this is a complete tangent, but um, Jack was talking about the sun. And apparently, there's a, like a town or, or two that have like this national day of, of where the, and you can look up these pictures. They're they're pretty common, uh, of this town that is situated by a, a railway and once a year the sun lines up exactly with the rails and so as the sun sets it looked like it looks like the lael the rails are uh, like glowing or yeah like, like i think i've heard of anything. that i don't think i've ever seen yeah, it so really Pretty. i'd recommend looking it up it, it's a super cool shot um but when jack mentioned this the sunrise and stuff um that just that, that reminded me of that and um thought i'd share that no, that's cool yeah Alright, do you guys have anything else? I don't think so. Alright, well, thank wait, you all.
2: Nope. Did, I'm so sorry. Did, I, did Last week, did I talk about how I accidentally got peanut butter between my toes? No. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> it came up
0: at some point. I don't know if it made it in the episode.
2: Oh, but well, was, yeah. No, wait. I don't think he did.
0: But it weirdly sounds familiar, so why do I think he did? Go for it.
2: Because it's go. hilarious. <laughs> well, just go back while we edit this bad boy in post, we'll, uh, we'll see if I told this story already. Uh, I'm not going to but... do that. Oh, Come no. I don't like that. <laughs> well, I'm sorry if I tell the story twice, but I'm going to tell it quickly now. I uh, I was walking to class, and I was wearing my sandals, and I looked down, and I noticed that there was peanut butter in, like, the crevice between my two toes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was on my way to do, like, an interview for... Like a, like an article <laughs> for people who are in the band and in my major. Nice. So uh, I, I sat down and had this nice interview with peanut butter <laughs> in between my toes. <laughs> That's <was> incredible. Because <laughs> I, I, I had to like, come right from class or not come right from class right from my house, and um, I had to get there quick so I didn't have time to go to the bathroom beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was a really strange time. And
0: I'm sure you nailed the interview.
2: Yeah, it was great. Um, I think I think it just melted off of, like, the bagel or something that I was eating. <laughs> because it took me, I was like, what the hell happened? <laughs> I'm a Neanderthal. All right, well, hopefully I didn't already tell that story. I don't think you did.
1: I- I Parts of it sounded familiar, but not enough.
2: A- well, if anything, everybody listening will be super entertained about us wondering if I said it or not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, well, thank you. All for joining us. This is tell me about that episode two. Uh, feel free to like, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Is the music playing right now? The music's playing right now. I don't know what the music sounds yeah. like. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I the music and so I don't know how sure it Sure doesn't sound goes. like that. Um, uh, yeah, I think just yeah. Like but thank you all theme. for. <laughs> all right, thank you all for joining us. Uh, we have a blast making these. Uh, hope you have a, a good time. Good time listening to these. Uh, if you do, again, feel free to to comment and let us know. Uh, feel free to share it with all your friends um we'll see where this ends up going and uh
0: oh real quick real quick um i think our tentative plan is to release these every two weeks probably and also probably on thursdays so just keep an eye out um hopefully i'll get some of the the social media set up for it so that we actually have like real page that it lives
1: all right uh, thank Thank you all for joining us and we'll see you in two weeks